From Los Angeles, California, this is Burncast and I'm the bomb. Happy Tutu Tuesday and welcome to the show. In today's episode, we go where no podcast has gone before as we speak to Mr. Jellyfish, science officer aboard the Apocalyptica satellite Labworks. Before we begin with our interview, let's start with the Burncast Community Bulletin Board. First up, today, Tutu Tuesday, March 13th at 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, Burncast will be hosting our first Skypecast, in which we podcast a signal aboard the Labworks satellite to speak to Mr. Jellyfish and the crew. So join us in this historical event. For more information, just click on our show notes at burncast.net. Second up, here's an audio recording we received from one of our listeners in San Francisco who had this to say about our show. Hey, Bomb, this is Pedro up in SFO. I was really stoked to hear uh, Carlito coming on, commenting on the Ukraine waffle uh, project last week. Uh, it was great to hear that, uh, being that I was in the room at the time, and just was refreshing to bring back those memories. And I, I really enjoyed hearing Astari uh, on board recently. She sounds great. And I also, um, big kudos to the uh, Adrian and Mysterious D episodes. Turned me on to that um, great mashup stuff. And then I subsequently went to see them uh, in San Francisco. And, man, they just tore it up. That was an awesome show. They were great. Their, their DJ set as well as um, Adrian's... Uh, band too wow they just they just totally tore that place apart that was great had a great time thanks for the tips and keep up the good work ciao for now hey pedro great to hear from you and thanks for calling in second up burncast would like to thank stacy of wagontrain.com who made a donation to burncast stacy is a listener from san jose who wrote in to tell us that she listens to burncast in her car usually a couple days after it's been uploaded she says quote last year was my first burn and this year will be my second and my husband's first and i found the burncast to be a nice way to learn about the culture of burning man it's valuable to me so i thought i'd send a donation well, thank you, Stacy, for participating and supporting Burncast. For weeks now, we've been asking our listeners to donate to our show, but up until Stacy made her contribution, we were getting no results. With expenses mounting and funds low, we were forced to turn to corporate sponsors to encourage support for our productions. We think this sucks, and if you do too, then we ask you to please make a donation of any amount by clicking on the support tab at our website, burncast.net. We'll wrap up the Burncast Community Bulletin Board by inviting you to participate in our productions. Here are just a few ways in which you can. Help us put Burncast on the map by sticking a pin in our Frapper map. Just click on the Frapper map tab at our website, burncast.net. You can also get involved by calling the Burncast hotline at 206-350-1416 or click on the My Chingo audio recorder at our website, burncast.net. You can also send us an email at burncast at gmail.com. Okay, let's move on to today's episode. In 1974, Colonel Kilbuck launched the Apocalyptica satellite Labworks in space. The mission, top secret. Now, 35 years later, the crew aboard Labworks are 
doomed and forgotten. On board, science officer Mr. Jellyfish spoke to Burncast, and for those of you playing our three-ply community drinking game at home, this episode has a space-age twist, and that is, every time you hear the word space, everybody has to drink. After that, you may not want to operate any heavy equipment. Okay, so we'll start our interview with Mr. Jellyfish right after this song. Science Officer Mr. Jellyfish aboard the Apocalyptica Satellite Lab Works in space. Good morning, Mr. Jellyfish. This is Burncast. Thanks for taking time to be on our show. I know you're a very busy man or orbiting around the planet. So first off, we want to know, 
you guys have been in space since 1974? Uh, yeah, yeah, Zibam. Uh, it has been some time uh, since we were launched by Apocalyptica into space uh, and uh, to begin our oven mitt research. And uh, it is very good to talk to you from space. <laughs> That's 35 years in space, Mr. Jellyfish. What's that been like? Uh, honestly, very stinky. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, well, you know, you start to uh, pay attention to your body parts and keeping them from smelling too badly. Uh, but my cosmonauts... Uh, Comrades are not paying as close detail attention to their body parts as they should to keep the space shuttle from being so badly smelling. <laughs> dear, dear, dear. Okay. Well, I, here's a question. How do you pronounce lab works? Oh, thank you for asking. Uh, you must pronounce it correctly. Lab works. Lab works. No, no, like this. Lab works. Very good, very good. Oh, yeah? Down, yeah, yeah. Talk down on your ears and say, Lovics. Lovics. Oh, so good, Zibam. Thank oh. you. <laughs> okay, uh, Mr. Jellyfish, are you German? Uh, only a little. <laughs> okay, I see. Are you poking fun at Germans or communists or, or what's this about? Only a little. <laughs> What is LabWorks? What is LabWorks and how did it all begin? Uh, let me begin by telling a story. Uh, the crowd sent up a great cheer when Colonel Kilbuck boldly announced the united fronts of Apocalyptica were joining together to launch a communist space venture for the good of all peoples. When the great day arrived in Terminal City, he kissed the cheeks of the brave, brave cosmonauts and awarded them the coveted oven mitt of valor as they boarded their rocket and prepared to launch on a mission so secret they knew nothing of their noble destiny. That was 35 years ago, and now we sit in our dilapidated, stinking husk of outdated space debris, uh, begging for supplies, even though uh, our funding was cut after the first month of the mission. And we, we very desperately need the tang on the space food sticks, but the colonel keeps sending us more and more oven mitts, you see. Is this is this mission that you're on? Is it still classified? Oh, classified. That's a good question. Um, I suppose it isn't after this interview. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand that you guys are breaking off from Camp Apocalyptica in 2007. Is that right? Oh, oh no, no, no! We, we could never break off from Colonel Kilbuck. We we depend on him, and he keeps promising us more supplies and tang and vodka and uh, space food sticks. But uh, hello, Colonel, out there, we we love you still. Uh, please uh, do not let go of these strings that hold us here in space and send us uh, things we are grateful for, like the oven mitts. Yeah. You know, I had the distinct honor of meeting Colonel Kilbuck on the playa this or last year at Burning Man. Um, I thought he was a wonderful man. Uh, we asked him, what's with the oven mitts? I mean, what's that about? Oh, that's a very good question, Zibam. Uh, well, I'll tell you 
a story about my experience and how oven mitts have come to mean a great deal to me. Uh, it was a, a cold beyond cold. The frost bit into my bones and the core of my being shook with longing as I stood in line for the third day. I was staggering from lack of sleep and malnutrition when I found myself finally at the front of the queue. How much bread can I have? My family is starving, I said to the well-fed official <laughs> seated at the makeshift wooden table between two armed guards. No bread, only mitts, he barked as he pushed toward me four oven mitts of different colorful designs with flowered patterns. Oh. Uh, the colors began to whirl as the blackness closed in around my vision. The last thing I heard was his gravelly voice shouting, Next! as the guards dragged me away. I awoke in the snow and ice to find the cheery mitts covering my hands and feet and was thankful to the guards for saving me from a short frostbite. As I hobbled home, I recounted a speech from the great leader about the blessings and many uses of oven mitts and how they symbolize the united workers of our great society. Who was I to question his despotic wisdom? It was true that the oven mitts had many uses. At the, the moment, they comforted me as gloves and shoes. One could employ them as a holster, a vodka bottle cozy, a bread warmer, a premature baby bag, a camera case, <laughs> contraceptive, and many more. Thank you, Colonel Kilbuck, for knowing that the blessing of the oven mitt is the answer to our longings and a beacon of truth for the people. It is a great honor of, to myself and to the crew of Labworks to continue your oven mitt research in space. In space. Mm. For the betterment of a collective future <laughs> under your iron rule. Okay, I, I realize oven mitts are a very passionate experience for you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, tell us about the New Terminal City Alliance of Theme Camps, would you please? Oh, that is, again, the brain wisdom of the Colonel Kilbuck. Many fine camps are joining together. Uh, the former Iplaya uh, Bar is going to be the Booby Bar, part of uh, the uh, Terminal City, and Robert Trania and Klopfverboten, where you dance. Oh, it is so good, Klopfverboten. And, uh, the, uh, yeah, so many others, uh, the... Um, uh, I, I, they don't all come to mind, but I will. I will send you a space email. Okay, you actually, you mentioned Club Verboten, and and they are sponsoring this episode of Burncast by making a very sizable contribution to the show. So uh, let's take a minute to check in with Verboten, and we'll take a, a short break. For a 1970s East Berlin back alley nightclub experience, visit Club Verboten, located on the Esplanade. Club Verboten, das ist das. Bacon cooks evenly, and it never spoils in space. Bob, the ice in the cooler's all melted, and I'm too cheap and lazy to go to Camp Arctica, and the food is gonna spoil. Tom, don't wig out. Let me give you another of my Playa Dust secrets. 
the natural high alkali properties of playa dust, along with the rich phosphates of the 50,000-year-old fish crap in it, makes playa dust a natural food preservative. Bob, you mean? That's right, Tom. Just roll that side of bacon on those chicken breasts in a thick coating of playa dust, and they'll never go bad. See? Here's a pork chop I preserved with playa dust at the burn in 1998, and it's still good. Gee, Bob, can I take a bite? Sure, Tom. Go right ahead. Mmm, that rich, fluffy goodness is marinated right through. Delicious! And to think I've wasted all my time and money getting ice! Available everywhere in Black Rock City. Playa dust. It's not just dirt, it's fossilized fish shit. Okay, we're back with Mr. Jellyfish, science officer aboard the... Uh Apocalyptica satellite lab work, lab vix, right? Lab vix. Oh, so good. I can tell you were talking down on your ears that time. To yes, I was. Yes, so good. And I very much enjoy Club the Boaten yeah. for, for dancing and meeting the ladies and uh, having several good times. Oh, I'm looking forward to going there this year, yeah. Okay, so so uh, Labvix Labvix is coming to Burning Man this year, and uh, what what are the Black Rock City citizens going to see at Labworks? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, they will see the PBR module uh, where they, they can uh, click the switches and watch the the screens, uh, and they, they will have access to the master control bo- um, uh, uh, kiosk board where they can uh, change the sound and the lights. Uh, there will be a space rocket there, <laughs> and the coin-operated self-destruct. What's that? Oh, well, you have to insert coin and find out. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's classified. Uh, also, the, the, the <laughs> countdown monolith, uh, which is the countdown to the launch, uh, and the Yumi. What is the Yumi? I, I, I was hearing a buzz about that when talking to Colonel Killbook. I'm really excited. What is that? Oh, we are very excited in space for the Yumi. The Yumi is the unfortunate monkey experience. Unfortunate monkey? What uh, it is a, a crash-landed failed Soviet space venture, uh, crash-landed space capsule, uh, and inside is a robotic monkey, uh, the chimpanzee, uh, and guests are uh, invited to uh, uh, go inside the space capsule and enter the launch code and launch the very frustrated monkey back into space. <laughs> it's it's one, one person, one monkey at a time, and, uh, uh, you know, he, he gets very happy when he is in space. And there's a, a bit of a nod to the green theme this year, because uh, the, we find that the people, if they are concentrating on the moop or the, the tiny micro view of the, the gum wrapper on the, the ground or the uh, piece of trash, you know, they don't have the global view. And how can you, how can you love and, and uh, take care of your planet unless you can go into space and see your planet and uh, you know, interact uh, in a global view or macro view, if you will? What's it like to look, to look at planet Earth from where you're sitting? Oh, so good. It's, uh, of course, uh, the window aboard the Yumi is very small, and uh, you almost have to listen to the monkey describe it. Uh, is the monkey with you there now? 
Oh, no, no. He's uh, in his hiberna hibernation uh, capsule at this moment. Uh, Vic uh, his name is Yumi as well. And uh, he is, uh, you know, when he wakes up, he is so clanky. And you know, <laughs> you go inside the space capsule and he's like... <laughs> and it, it, it's very hard to concentrate on entering the launch codes. You know, monkeys are very messy. Uh, I'm getting an idea that the... Labworks station satellite is pretty grody. Am I right about that? If uh, if I were to have a third wish beyond the tang on the space food sticks, it would be a space shuttle full of deodorants. <laughs> uh, I think I think we could try to get you a sponsor down here on Earth. I could work on that for you. Yeah. Very good. My cosmonaut uh, co-patriot, uh, uh, Dragonfly Jeff. You know he's a uh, He's a friendly, friendly but stinky, and uh, and my friend uh, uh, Planet Steve, uh, you know, very nice fellow once again. But they say I am the same, so I don't know. Okay, okay. Now, uh, getting back to Burning Man, is Labworks Lab? Excuse me, is Labworks hosting any special parties at Burning Man this year? Burning Man 2007 will have a, uh, a the total lunar eclipse on Monday. And uh, the Monday night party uh, will be a docking party in space where we invite, invite uh, cosmonauts to join us and uh, bring their muted vehicles. And even if they don't have the space co costume, they wrap their body with tinfoil or something, make a beautiful space. Now, you mentioned a cosmonauti. What's the difference between a cosmonauti and a cosmonaut? Oh, the cosmonauts don't have to work. <laughs> yeah, the cosmonauts on board, the seven cosmonauts on board the Labworks, we have to set up the camp and, you know, get the generator running, you know, the, the, the dreary, uh, you know, support functions here in space. But the cosmonauts show up, drink our vodka and tang and just party and uh, uh, have fun. And I'm sometimes very jealous of the cosmonauts from all throughout Burning Man. Mm, yeah, I, I hear a beeping in the background. Do you need to take that call? Oh, yeah, that is uh, an uh, airlock. One moment, please. Mm -hmm. Oh, it, it is Dragonfly. Jeff, he came back uh, with, uh, oh, it would appear some space junk. And a little <laughs> gift that uh, Colonel Kilbuck sent us. Very nice. More oven mitts? Uh, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Colonel, for the oven mitts. <laughs> we, we very much appreciate uh, your support here in space. Um, getting back to Burning Man, if you will, please, Mr. Jellyfish. What else have you built for Burning Man? Oh, in the past, uh, Colonel Kilbuck and, uh, and I, we built the, um, the, the Mantis, uh, which was the playing Mantis uh, puppet. The green mm -hmm. one is very tall, about 12, 12 feet high, and walking about Burning Man. We built the, um, uh, the Mini Man. Mm -hmm. uh, I built the Pikes of Paranoia, uh, also known as the Lilo. Looking in, looking out, which were the faces that uh, seem to pop out at you and follow you through space. We're using those in the, the Club Verboten uh, muted vehicles this year, which does not have a name yet, but mm. uh, I'm feeling very good about that, uh, that project. So we make a few things with little gifts and oven mitts to pass out for the peoples. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You really, if having never been to Burning Man, you really understand the spirit of gifting. Um, what other feeling are you hoping to instill in the Burning Man community? Oh, ever since I was a boy and I watched the American space launches uh, and uh, Yuri Gagarin into space 
Ah, it was very wonderful, and I, I felt a sense of wonder. And we want to instill uh, wonder into the, the feeling of people that, that, that visit uh, love works and to experience it. Uh, wonder is wonderful. Wunderbar, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> now, um, I looked at your website before I talked to you today. I heard you're only recruiting women now for love works. Ah, yeah, women. Is that right? <laughs> We like women in space, for sure. Now, now what, are you recruiting sex partners, or what is this? Oh, nein, nein. Uh, no, no, I already have one of those uh, back on Earth, and that's, that is good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we would prefer, uh, given our druthers, uh, a, um, a, perhaps a lesbian threesome from Jupiter, or something like that? I think, I think you might be able to find that in Black Rock City. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we we want to have something uh, where sex is not a problem. We want the zero drama with the zero gravity. <laughs> okay. I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, we just we hope to balance the crew is the reason for the, uh, the feminine request. Yeah. Okay, I see. So you're not looking for maids to clean up your mess. Am I oh right? no, I tried to recruit my mother, but she did not pass the uh, vomit test in space. Oh, the vomit test. Uh, yeah, we have the, um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the jet plane where we test for the um, zero gravity. It is called the Vomit Comet. And uh, <laughs> if you throw up, you don't go to go to space once my mother, my mother failed. I see. Yeah, well, I, it's, it must be very physically taxing to be up there in space for that long. Um, before we wrap this up, where can our listeners learn more about the LabWorks satellite program? Oh, well, there's this thing as a new technology uh, that I lo started learning in 1974 when we started to launch uh, called the web page. The web page, yes, we have one of yeah. those. Mm -hmm. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. It's burncast.net. I thought we are the only one. You mean there are two web pages? There's actually, there's quite a few. <laughs> I've been off planet for a little while, I suppose. Uh, yeah, the, the web page, you go to the www.mutantvehicle.com. Okay, mutantvehicle.com. And that'll be in our show notes at burncast.net. Thank you very much, Mr. Jellyfish. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the people on planet Earth or to the citizens of Black Rock City? Uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, hello, people of Earth. Things will be better. In space, 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 space. You know, maybe it's a good thing I didn't tell him about the fall of the Berlin Wall. I suppose ignorance is bliss in space. After recording this podcast, we received a communications from Mr. Jellyfish who said that he had just received information that BeamWorg has awarded Yumi an artistic grant. So congratulations to Mr. Jellyfish and Colonel Kilbuck. This is the second grant in a row that they've received. Music at the beginning of today's episode is by Mr. Jellyfish. Special thanks to Izzard, Irish, Count Boxerox, and Colonel Kilbuck for their audio contributions. To hear more tasty cuts, click on our show notes at burncast.net. 
embedded photos courtesy of MutantVehicle.com. A very special thanks to Lecter of NoSpectators.com for hosting these podcasts. Stell dir vor, wir sehen in dem Weltenraum Unsere Erde schweben, fern und märchenblau Stell dir vor, man kann uns im Kosmos tanzen sehen Wie wir beide schwerelos uns im Kreise drehen You have been listening to Burncast, a podcast spreading the flames about the art, culture, and community of Burning Man. For more information, please click on our show notes at burncast.net. Burncast.net